Hello everyone. Welcome to the To Be Honest podcast where we discuss about real unbiased facts and events that are directly beneficial to you. This is Astha and here at TBH I write on topics related to lifestyle, health and social issues. To learn more about TBH and my work, I invite you to please visit our website. And in today's episode I would like to talk about mental health, self-care and coping strategies during COVID-19. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. How do you take time out to disconnect from the outside world and engage in self-care? A pandemic obviously is a global crisis that has the potential to drastically change our lifestyles, sometimes even permanently. Before COVID-19, how many of us knew about a PPE kit or were habitual to using hand sanitizers? We literally crowded every space regardless of how small or large it was. And even when COVID-19 becomes a phenomenon of the past, a great majority of us will continue to adhere to physical sanitation and social distancing. And do I even need to mention the stress, the anxiety, the palpable fears, the hopelessness that has become rooted in our minds during these times? And do you know that stress drastically compromises our immune system to fight off infections? Is it then not necessary to quote and quote sanitize our thoughts as well? And that is what we are going to discuss in today's talk. Now, when we talk about our mental health or self-care strategies, there should be a list of few questions you should be asking yourself. So make it a daily checklist where you answer these questions and get an idea of your own mental health. So some of these questions can be, what are my eating habits? What are my sleeping patterns? What kind of vibes do I feel around myself? Is my list of goals too long? How much water should I be drinking? How do I maintain my personal hygiene? Do I get any exercise? Do I enjoy nature? Do I get fresh air? Do I go out for a walk? And do I talk to somebody else? Do I socialize? Do I have a social network? As you answer these questions, you will get an idea of what self-care actually means. It is multidimensional, multifactorial. It is not a single thing that affects your life. So let's talk about what self-care actually means in today's times. The definition of self-care today has certainly changed from what it was a couple of years ago. There have been changes in both our internal and external support systems that we use to manage stress in our regular lives. We have to constantly remain mindful of maintaining social distancing and wearing a mask. For now, it has become our second habit, or we hope so. Our freedom seems to have completely vanished. So, do you sit in a corner and sulk over it? Or do you find other ways to be productive and happy? You need to step up and repeat to yourself, I am fine. 
it is fine to feel disconnected sometimes it is fine to be alone sometimes it is fine to eat instant noodles at night because we are tired of cooking it is fine to sit in our pajamas and work from home everything around me is fine our cognition our thoughts our mental health impacts everything about us how we think what we think our actions our decisions how we cope with stress and how we socialize with others remember thinking positive means good health so when we talk about good health what are we trying to convey here so there are different aspects of self care it is not just exercising it is not just meditating so there are different components out of which i'm going to talk about the six major components of self care the first is the most obvious one and that is physical self care so in this case you indulge in exercising you get a good sleep and you eat healthy the next is your psychological self care in this case you do meditation you consider getting therapy or counseling and you reflect on your actions thoughts and opinions which connects with the third aspect of self care which is emotional so in this case you try to think of your hobbies you play with your pets you cry you laugh you talk with your neighbors basically you get your emotions flowing instead of bottling them inside yourself the other aspect is spiritual self care in this case you need to understand that you should forgive others go out and explore nature pray do yoga just do whatever sets you free the other aspect of self care is personal now here you need to understand your long term and short term goals so you should manage your goals try to build relationships reflect on your existing relationships go traveling read a book or learn something entirely new and of course the last aspect is professional self care if you're working from home make sure you unwind and take a break go out get fresh air if you're working outside try not to bring work at home and obviously take vacations so when we talk about self care stress becomes a very important component of it now how do you recognize what stress is what are the symptoms of it so stress can be graded with some of the following factors like neglecting diet and exercise getting irritated or angry very easily taking everything way too seriously constantly complaining neglecting your rest or proper sleep unable to enjoy fun activities not engaging in your hobbies and initiating unnecessary conflicts in close relationships so you're constantly nagging fighting yelling and being irritated now why is it important to develop coping strategies now let me begin by asking a very simple question here what were your plans for the past few years a graduation party 
maybe attend a wedding, festival celebrations, maybe you wanted to travel. And how much of that have you actually achieved? Many of us have not achieved a single thing we planned in the past few years. This question is a reminder that things do not always turn out the way we have planned them. And this is exactly why healthy coping strategies are vital. We cannot just be lying comfortably on our sofas and wish for things to get better on their own. We have to stand and take action. We have to learn to mold our internal self in response to changes in our outside world. We have to connect and familiarize ourselves with our feelings and thoughts, engage in our long lost hobbies. The outside world may remain closed, but that doesn't mean you cannot get involved in those outside activities within your house. Were you not getting haircuts at home when the salons were closed? Were you not cooking more when the restaurants were closed? While there is a large group of people that enjoy social interactions, let us not forget about those people who enjoy being alone. People belonging to this group certainly enjoyed the lockdown times. They felt relieved to not engage in social interactions. However, as nations begin to reopen, these people are becoming gripped by the fear and anxiety of interacting with new people again, of getting ready to go to work again, of losing their sense of quiet and peace of being by themselves. Therefore, the highlight here is that each and every single one of us experiences stress and anxiety for different reasons and we must learn how to cope with them. Now when we talk about coping, we need to come up with what are the healthy ways of coping and what might not be so healthy. So unhealthy coping strategies that you should stay away from is depending on drugs or alcohol to boost your mood. Remember that is very temporary and has its side effects. Isolating yourself from everyone around you. The more you socialize, the better you feel. Taking risks without thorough planning. Make sure you're goal-oriented. Talking or behaving in an irritating manner. Skipping meals or eating too much. Trying to induce harm to yourself. These are all the unhealthy ways you can cope with stress. Now let's talk about some of the healthy coping strategies that you should be practicing. First, mind what you're eating. Stay away from overeating and stick to nutritious foods. The reason why I'm highlighting that is because when we are stressed or depressed, we tend to eat a lot of the unhealthy, sugary, high-fat foods, which again is very negative for our thoughts and mood. Sleep for 7 to 9 hours. Research has indicated that less than 5 hours of sleep for an adult is linked with chronic medical conditions like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes and obesity. And that is because the later you stay up at night, the higher the chances of you overeating. Next, get physically active. 
physical activity boosts your energy levels it releases hormones that enhance mood and increases your immunity so based on research a 30 minute walk roughly two to three times a week is recommended next make social connections talk to your friends and family over voice and video calls and trust me you will feel a lot refreshed indulge in self-care in whatever way you define self-care to be it doesn't have to be a hard definition set by anyone else for you maybe you would like to get a massage maybe you like to listen to music dance enjoy nature meditate or just sit in complete silence and refresh yourself learn to channelize your negative thoughts into positive ones and take action question yourself reflect on yourself what is it that you're not able to do and turn it into more productive actions that is why it is important to be goal-oriented here Health-wise, make sure you're drinking 7 to 8 glasses of water every day. That is because it keeps you hydrated and removes toxins from your body, which helps calm down your nervous system, which may be linked with anxiety and depression. Also, take time to think about your personal and professional life, like I said, your passion, your goals, and how you would like to manifest them in your life and before I wrap up this episode I would like to point out that it is extremely important to recognize our fears to accept them and build healthy strategies to overcome them it is very easy for us to underestimate our abilities to cope with life stressors and overestimate the negative impact of the outside world let's keep in mind that long-term changes do not occur overnight. For example, you will listen to me today, think about this tomorrow, and plan to take action the day after. Just remember to start small and gradually increase your practice of reducing stress and anxiety, because in this way, you will increase your confidence and desire to face challenges and uncertainties of your life. Remember, this is not the first and certainly not the last pandemic, but you will be prepared to confront the future with your physical and mental well-being. So guys, that wraps up our episode today on mental health, self-care and coping strategies. I hope you found this information extremely valuable in your personal life. Please do connect with us to stay updated and learn more. You can visit our website and we're also available on all major platforms like YouTube, Twitter and Instagram. We're regularly posting new content and do need your valuable feedback and support to grow. This is Asta on behalf of TBH and I'll see you in my next episode. Take care, you all.